Hare Krishna. So, uh, greetings from Colombia. I'm outside of my little whatever it is. My my little kutir. Okay, so uh, what I'm going to do is, and because I haven't really yet fixed on a particular book, but I do like reading this book, Following the Angels, The Path of Dedication by Swami Bhakti Raksha Sridhar Maharaj, and then share my realizations, which are, you know, gotten from my studies of the Bhagavatam and, and Srila Prabhupada. I like the way that he conceptualizes and expresses philosophy. And uh, I'll uh, um, just read and kind of comment. Om Jnana, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Jnana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya. Taksuran Malatam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha. Sri Chaitanya Manovistam Stapitam Yena Bhutale. Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Vanchakalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siyadvaita Gadadhar Shivasade Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So greetings from Sham Ashram in Kali, Colombia. Um, And we'll, uh, beginning this Wednesday, we'll have our retreat. And by Krishna's grace, it's, I think, pretty much full for our capacity. Uh, And uh, although initially I promoted it kind of outside Colombia, but we have quite a few people from Bogota and Cali also coming. So from the throne, Pratyaparujamaraj came to do the service of a sweeper before Jagannath. This melted Mahaprabhu's heart. Before then, so many proposals came to Mahaprabhu. The king wants to see you. If you allow him, he may come and have your darshan. No, no, that is undesirable. People may say that this sannyasi has some greed for money and power. So he wants to have a connection to the king. 
that gives a bad reputation to a sannyasi sadhu. So I do not want him to come, want him to come to me. That will show indirectly that I have a desire for money. I don't like this. But when Mahaprabhu saw that he took the position of a sweeper for Lord Jagannath, naturally his heart melted and he embraced the devotee. So a few interesting points. One, um, you know, the responsibility of a Brahmin or a sannyas is to disseminate spiritual knowledge. And faith is so important because without faith, I'm writing about this this week, that there are truths that are beyond, generally, you learn spiritual knowledge or, or, or psychological thing, whatever it is, there's truths or understanding that are beyond your present ability to see and understand. That's why you have a teacher. That's why you learn. So unless you have trust in the authority, you'll never make the effort to learn. And, and, and understand how things are true. So, so it'll be beyond you. So faith is absolutely essential. I, I, I got that. I think Professor Matthew Dasty or Mahamuni, he quoted from some philosopher, faith is the precursor of, of knowledge. You can say, if you, if you hear from someone and you don't have faith, then anytime there's something that's beyond your present frame of reference, uh, you won't accept it, nor will you make the effort to find out if it's true. And the whole, per per the whole point of learning is that our particular perception and frame of reference um, does not encompass the absolute truth. So the what he's saying here, the reputation is extremely important um, that someone can be trusted. I, I, I gave the example when I, I was taking sannyas from His Holiness Satsrup Maharaj and wow, 1982. So four days before Gore Purnima was my 40th anniversary. <laughs> of taking sannyas um once you get a cushion because you know it's kind of like wet or something um and i think i told the story before that such much had to leave for an emergency i was supposed to take on gorponima so all of a sudden he had to leave so he immediately gave sannyas uh in the room uh, on top of the long building, which is where he, he stayed. And Mayapur is a long building. And if you face the long building, there's two rooms, one on the left, one on the right, on the roof. And uh, so 
it was kind of impressive because almost he was packing and giving a lecture at the same time. And, uh, you know, he, he gave this lecture, a very nice lecture on the first verse of the 17th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, the divine and demoniac natures, where the first line, they describe the qualities of the different um, ashrams and the for sannyas, it was abhayam sattva sam shudham jnana yoga vivastita. It, it's fearless, pure, and situated in knowledge. And when he was discussing this, he, he said to the sannyas candidates um, of the five, the, the uh, only, there's two that are left, myself and Pladananda Swami. He said, avoid politics and business, basically management, <laughs> because we need people who can be trusted. Once you're engaged in management, the, the, the sometimes, or business, there creeps in a motive besides the truth because sometimes the truth doesn't serve either your business or it doesn't serve your, your, your organization. So it, 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 it or even, even if the person is honest, there may be kind of um, Dorita, your seat is here. You can sit there. What? You can sit there. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You see, when you sit, it goes down, so then it becomes proper. Okay, so I have an audience. So, um, so the whole purpose of, 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 of people that are, that, that's why the Brahmins, they had to be detached. Because if you're not detached, um, it's also hard to tell the truth. Um, because if you're attached, you, you may say things not because they're the truth to someone, but because they have some benefit, benefit for you. Like for example, um, Yeah, I, I, the story of um, Chanakya Pandit, and and uh, I forgot the the person he was working for. You have to be detached to speak to the truth; otherwise, you can lose your job. That's why Brahmins wouldn't work for a salary; they would work for charity because you can so easily be controlled if your livelihood is dependent on someone and you can't speak truth. So it's very difficult to speak truth. You have to be completely detached because if you speak the truth, people may not like it. And uh, if you're employed by someone, so that, it, it was such a beautiful thing in society that there was a class of people that couldn't be bought and they would be able to speak the truth. Um, 
and I'll just put in a plug for, for Jayadwaita Swami, which is uh, my godbrother. You know, there's so many times in the history of ISKCON that he's spoken up because he's detached, he can't be controlled. In other words, the truth has to, I mean, so many times with the zonal acharyas, with the Brooklyn temple, with, with uh, the Radha Dhamma, there were so many instances where he, he, uh, he spoke up. Because as soon as you're attached, then people can control you. And if people can control you, they can control what you speak so that you don't speak anything that is against their agenda. This morning, I was writing to someone about Socrates. You know, he was killed because he spoke the truth. Yeah, he was killed because he spoke the truth. So, um, yeah, it's so powerful in society. When, and, and the personal example of how you can be controlled if you're attached is previously when devotees didn't have money because there was no congregation in ISKCON, so everybody's in the temple. So five or 10 rupees meant a lot. And plus it wasn't your money, it was Krishna's money. So when you want to go to Lloyd Bazaar, the rickshaw driver would say 20 rupees, you know, but you know, it was only 10 rupees. But if you were attached to going, in other words, if you were attached to sitting there, then he'd get the 20 rupees. But if you would detach, if you in your mind were, I will walk to Loi Bazaar rather than pay that price. Right? You, generally, the price would come down. They couldn't control you. But if you're attached, then people could always control you. So anyway, the... So here he was talking about that, the, the reputation of, 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 of the sannyasi. And uh, just like there's, there's a story of um, Lord Chaitanya in, in, you know, in the, uh, in, in Navadweep, one young lady became a widow and she had a young boy and the young boy somehow gravitated towards Lord Chaitanya. He gravitated to, to be with Lord Chaitanya. And Lord Chaitanya had one disciple called Damodar Pandit, who was, you know, that type of person who would criticize. And he was really upset with Lord Chaitanya. He said, because look, she, you know, the, 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 um, the uh, boy, his, 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 his mother is a, a young widow. So this, this will ruin your reputation. This will ruin your reputation. So therefore in those particular days, a sannyasi would not associate with kings. Because kings were vishaya, vishayi, they would call them. That means sense enjoyers. Kings had to be sense enjoyers. 
or the, even if they were detached, they had to have the accoutrements of power. And the reason they had to have the accoutrements of power is because in ruling the citizens, you know, everyone wants to command respect rather than demand it. And if you have to do it by force, then it, there can be rebellion. So you want all the, 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 the facilities for um, ruling. So it, it, it's known that you, if, if you want that, that people, it's just a fact, people become um, submissive to power. If you see a rock star, you know, people will go and they'll, they'll, they'll want to follow him or a, a rich person comes, a rich, a very wealthy person comes then all of a sudden people want to follow him. So the, so the king had to have accoutrements of power. In the Bhagavatam, in the Bhagavatam, the, 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 in the very beginning, it says the first step in God realization is the universal form. And why? Because the first step in God realization is that there's something greater than me that I should serve. So what the universal form does, it takes the power of the universe that we can see and connects it to the form of God. So the mountains are God's bones. You know, the sun and the moon are his eyes. Or, or, you know, Krishna discusses in the Bhagavad Gita, the, the, the vibhutis, the powers, people. So the king would want, the, it was for his service, it was necessary that the, that the citizens were obedient, that he had authority. So one of the ways that he invoked that is by palaces and, and jewels and, and harems and all these things. Of course, the king was a little bit in the mode of passion, but even if he wasn't, he had to accept this kind of accoutrements for power to rule. So in that particular system, then the sannyasi wouldn't associate. There were different rules and they wouldn't, they wouldn't, uh, Across the ocean, because what was on the other side of the ocean? The Yavanis and the Malechits. The, the, the people who weren't, you know, cultured. So, um, Lord Chaitanya would never associate with the king. And even though the king was a devotee and he was a great devotee and people were we're saying, you know, please, 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 he wouldn't do it because he didn't want to stain his reputation. Because he also, the what does it say? Mo Brahmanya Devaya Go Brahmani Taya Chajigari Taya. The Brahmins are, are dear to Krishna, the cows and the Brahmins. Why are the Brahmins dear? Because they disseminate knowledge. And, 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 and what is the work of a Brahmin? And it listed in Bhagavad Gita, it doesn't list what is his occupation is, it listed his qualities. The Brahma Karma Swabhavajam, 
a Brahmin works by his quality. Shamo, the must, the po, saucham, shantir, arjavam, avicha, ganam, vijnanam, astikam, brahma, karma, sarva. Tolerance, peacefulness, self-control, religiousness, cleanliness, shamo, the must, the po, austerity. Because by exhibiting these qualities, it enables him to assimilate knowledge and it enables him to have the qualities to, dis, to, to, to learn and to teach. So that, that was the, 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 and the sannyasi was a Brahmin. Kshatriyas didn't take sannyas. Kshatriyas had just walked to the north. So Lord Chaitanya, he wouldn't associate with the king. Because he was, he he had to maintain his dharma. And as Satchit Marj, only as Satchit Marj said to me, avoid politics and business, because the movement means needs people, whom they will trust, for the dissemination of knowledge, and that's the most important function in society. It's like the soul. That's one thing I think that's very powerful about Sham Ashram. We have a beautiful facility here but and it thing you know and people are coming but Shamsundri teaches the Bhagavatam it's like the soul that people can actually have transcendental knowledge otherwise you have many many centers they have buildings and facilities and things but that dissemination of that's the key that's that that's the essential point everything else is to facilitate that and, and that requires faith and, and, and it requires trust. And therefore the people who do that, their main business is to cultivate qualities so that people trust them so that they, they can give what they have. So nobody can convince Lord Chaitanya to associate with this king. And then he swept the road very, very humbly in front of um, in front of Lord Jagannath, and uh, the humility melted Lord Chaitanya's heart. And that's what bhakti is. Hello, what bhakti is? It's it's just like chanting Hare Krishna. We can't ever come to the misconception that by our tongue and our voice, we are creating Krishna in the form of the holy name. We can attract Krishna. We can't create Krishna. And that's the whole process of bhakti. That's why the Abhideya Tattva, the means of realizing the absolute truth, in our part, it's not gyan, it's not karma, it's not putting so many things into the fire and 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 and, and like the the yagyas, the yagyas we have in my courtyard, this powerful tantric, two, three thousand dollars of ingredients. I feel kind of protected because he wrote me a letter today that he had a dream about me, that Krishna asked him, 
why are you so sad? He said, because Dhanadar Swami forgot me. So he said, I have to, right. So anybody wants to mess with me, you better watch out. I have the most powerful tantric in India now behind me. <laughs> I kind of felt, but, but that karma, you know, it has to be done so properly. It's all the rules or gan. No, why, why bhakti is the abhideya tattva is because, because our absolute truth is a person and persons only reveal themselves in love. So that's our idea that we have to attract God's mercy. It's not that our practices are not important, but the practices are a manifestation of our consciousness. And it's the consciousness that attracts God. That's the story of Narada Muni, where he, Narada Muni, where he got Saksha Darshan. He saw God directly. The young boy lost his, didn't have a father, lost his mother, traveled all over God's creation, and then had this desire and he, and he practiced so strictly, and then God came, and then God disappeared. And then he tried the same thing he tried before, but it didn't work. And then God, uh, an Akashvani, an unembodied voice from the sky said, two things. You're not complete in service, and there's some material taint. The material taint is, he was attached to the mode of goodness because the Himalayas are just so peaceful. So he was attached. And attachment is, is passion. So the good, it's not, it's not Vishuddha Sattva. It's not Vishuddha Sattva. Tarita, maybe during class, just put the phone away. Okay. <laughs> They'll find you. It, it, it's, it's Vishuddha Sattva, pure goodness means there's just love. So he had some attachment and there was some, and he wasn't complete in service. I explained that complete in service. It doesn't mean he, he didn't do enough service. It means he, he didn't do enough service to, to come to the point of service. It's, it's the attitude of service. So the same thing didn't work. So it wasn't the activity. God gave mercy, but he said, it's not just the activity that attracts me, it's the consciousness. And it's that mood of humility. And we can, we can see in relationships what inspires us to give our heart to someone. If they're very dedicated in service, if they love. Lord Chaitanya, why is Rupa Goswami Sri Chaitanya Mano Bishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Mano Bishtam? He understood the secret of Rupa Goswami of Lord Chaitanya's mind. Why did Rupa Goswami understand so deeply what was in Lord Chaitanya's mind? And what was in his mind was so deep that Anarpita Charim Charat. It wasn't given for a very, very long time. The millions and millions of years, this conception, this very deep conception of bhakti was not given for a long time. It's very esoteric. 
um, his own devotion. But he gave it because of his service. And not just the activity of service, the consciousness that it demonstrates, it attracted his heart. So when he became humble, that's why Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasati said, don't, don't try to see God, but act in a way that God wants to see you. Dorita, go ahead. Dorita, just go over there and, and Dorita, just go over there and figure it out and then come back. Okay. Um, anyway, so let's read on. When we are going to have a touch of the super subjective. We must know that he is all seeing, all feeling, all hearing. The very basis of spiritual life is like that. So it means that when we're dealing with God, he's the super subjective, which means he is perceiving everything. We're not just perceiving him as just an object. He is super subjective. It means he's perceiving everything. And he's feeling everything. And therefore, our activities are not just to analyze God and understand God, but it's to love God because he feels that. And that's how we advance. We advance. We can look at devotees and we can see which devotees are very, very attractive. The ones who are very humble and surrendered have that service attitude. And that's a difficult thing because that is not, that's a difficult thing because that is not our material conditioning. Our material conditioning is to enjoy and control. So to come to the point of a liking for service. That's what bhakti is. It's not just service. You actually have a liking to service. And that's tough because that's not focused on our desires. That's focused on the desires of God. <laughs> that's what love is. And to actually develop an attraction for love, to actually like service, like service. It's our constant struggle because we have the impulses of the mind and the false ego, which is always saying me, 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 me. And that's our attraction. To actually come to that point. So he's saying God is, is all seeing, all feeling, all hearing. And our chanting has to be done with the, our chanting has to be done 
with the consciousness that God is hearing. That's why one sadhu told me we should chant very sweetly for the pleasure of God. We should chant very, very sweetly for the pleasure of God. Then we shall come in contact with the high reality. Otherwise, we shall go plotting in the mode of imagination. So if, if this is the basic point he's been stressing. If we're actually seeing God as the object for us, in material consciousness, we're not seeing God. Only when we see that God is super subjective and we're the object for God, will we actually see God. And therefore, unless you have a mood of service, you can never understand the absolute truth. Because you won't see the center if you're in the consciousness that you are the center. So this is very, um, <laughs> otherwise we should go on plotting in the mud of imagination. The attitude should be to want to be utilized by him and try for any chance of serving him. I have come here to serve and not to enjoy and not to enjoy the scenery. <laughs> he is infinite and he likes the finite. The finite is his friend. When the finite wants to show a sham tendency to become big, he dislikes it. Well, I, I, this is a new setup for me. So I'm sorry if sometimes my head is, put this, uh, Chumpuk, put this table here and we'll see if we can do something. Put it right in front of me. Okay, there we go. Okay. This should work now. Okay. I'm, I'm, I can't get any closer than that. One second. Okay. When one takes the minutest position, then he comes to embrace him. Such nice little powerful jam-packed philosophical sentences. Shanada peace and Ichena, Torora peace, Sahishtana, Amadina, Madanena, Kirtaniya, Sadahari. Do not aspire after anything, and whatever comes to attack us, try to know the futility of the attempt. All is under one hand. The supreme hand is behind everything, so resolve to tolerate all. We must exhibit tolerance until the upper hand comes to control. We don't want to hinder or oppose anything. 
Trinada peace and Ichena. Do not disturb the environment. And if the environment comes to oppress us, then take the course of toleration. Do not return tit for tat. Try to find the supreme will there. We should feel I've done something wrong. So this is coming to control me and to exact the reactions for my offenses. Um, yeah. This is the consciousness that not a blade of grass moves without the will of God. Everything that comes to us is for us. And this is a fact how the law of karma is working. God is coming to us because he sees something in us that needs to be changed that he's perceived in us by the way we have moved and acted in the world before. I, I read in the Bhagavatam, I think it's the ninth chapter of the first canto of Bhishma Dev, that God manifests as time, Kala. So what is Kala? Kala, Vishnu, God sees us, sees the things in us that are antithetical to our happiness, which is the soul of, of, of cooperation and service and love. And then in the future, creates circumstances based on what God has seen to teach us the lessons that we can't, couldn't have learned just by hearing. There are lessons that we can't learn by hearing. And we all know that anybody has some relationship with someone else for a long time, you know how many th things you want to tell them to change them, but it can't be done by hearing. Neither can the things they want to change in you be done by hearing. It has to be done by some circumstances that teach us lessons. So, um, and then this famous verse, Tate nukampam susamikshamano ujana evatma kritam vipa kam hidvag vapur beer vidadantamaste jiveta yo mukti pade sadaya bhak. So this is Brahma's prayers, famous that there's one item of devotional service expecting the Lord's mercy, which teaches you how you move in the world you somehow have to see God in everything. And I think if you live your life like that, you can always look back on your life and relate the things that happened to you to realizations you have now that you wouldn't have had unless those things happened. unless those things happen. So, and then it says, if you can actually be in that consciousness, then the all feeling, all knowing, all hearing, super subjective, sees that and sees your faith 
and guarantees you liberation based on that point. The, the classic example is when Dharma the bull was being beaten and Maharaj Prickett came out and then said, who has done that? And he wouldn't identify the perpetrator. He said, oh, you are Dharma. Because what is Dharma? Dharma is seeing God. Like Vidura, when he got thrown out of the palace. He, he saw this person. What is he doing? He's so crazy. My nephew. But somehow or other, his attitude has been directed towards me by God to speak to me and teach me something. So it says, the translation, for one who waits for you to bestow your causeless mercy upon him, while patiently suffering the reactions of his past misdeeds, offering you respectful obeisances with his heart, words, and body, is surely to attain eligible for liberation, for it has become his rightful claim, Bhagavatam 10, 14, Goswami said, we bow our head again and again as those things come to us. Because gradually we realize that they're, 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 they're gifts. Gifts. Because this world's about the elevation of consciousness. And to just stay where we are, even to stay where we are is the greatest curse because time and tide wait for no man, as Prabhupada said, as sure as death. In the perfect vision, we are not to quarrel with the environment. Not even a straw can move without the Supreme Lord, without the order of the Supreme Will. So whatever is coming to attack me is my necessity. It is necessary for me to correct me. We've all, most of us have been devotees for some time. And we should have some sense of that. Providing, providing we have this vision of the super subjective, that everything is coming from God. And therefore we can tolerate. This world has become too reactive. too reactive of course with victim status and everything else that's happening you know i don't know I, it's how fortunate i was to grow up when there was no internet and i remember i just couldn't wait for the New York Post to be delivered in the afternoon, because that was my prajalpa. I couldn't wait for the newspaper. Even when I remember in Govardhan, we didn't have New York Post, we had the Times of India, the Hindustan Times. 
it, it's it's inconceivable. And maybe that's why God is doing what He's doing to the world. <laughs> maybe we're we're afraid of collapse and so many things, but what's collapsing? What's collapsing? The, the window, Prabhupada called his painting, the paintings, the windows to the spiritual world, uh, just the, the windows to the material world. You can't be peaceful anymore because you got this portal to every nonsense in the world. Everybody's mind can enter into your consciousness and disturb you and suck you in, suck you in to Pajalpa, which ultimately leads to Vaishnava Aparad. So maybe the falling apart of the material civilization, <laughs> maybe it'd be like the greatest curse and we wouldn't have Instagram, we wouldn't have Facebook. How cruel could God be to take these things away from us? How cruel, how can he do that to us? Shut down the internet. Of course, now someone's gonna say, of course your classes, et cetera, yeah. So Prabhupada said to take out a thorn, you have to use a thorn. But previously, previously, everybody was in the same village. Like when you walk around Govardhan Hill and you go through the village of Aniyar, the people are outside. And I know when they have the, um, like for the first time in 50 years, when Iskan kind of kind of took over Vrindakund that was connected with Vrindakund and they were having a feast. They had the first all ghee feast in like 40 years. So how, how does everybody in the village know about it? They have a WhatsApp group. No, they don't have a WhatsApp group. They have a town caller. And the town caller goes on the four corners of Nandishra, the, the temple, and says, there's a feast, there's a feast. And then it's spread by Gramya Kata. When the mother is punishing the child, she does so only with the good intention to correct the child. Similarly, the absolute has no vindictive nature to punish us, but his dealings are only for our correction. We shall have to see an approach in that way. Kate nukampam susamikshamano ujana Whatever undesirable things we find here are the result of our previous karma and by the goodwill of the Supreme, that previous karma is, is going to be finished. We will be relieved. We will be made fit for higher service for him. When being met, 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 made fit to something that's higher, infinitely higher, infinitely more blissful, infinitely more peaceful. So 
That is the advice to the Bhagavatam. Don't quarrel with the environment. Try to be adjusted with it, correct ourselves. Everything is all right. Of course, it doesn't mean that we don't react to things, but we react. We react not, not out of our ego, but we react to things out of Dharma. You know, we have to defend our family. We have to do this. We have to do, but in terms of ourselves, we're not reacting according to our false ego that I'm the controller and I'm the enjoyer and why, why, why is this being done to me, et cetera, like that. We, 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 we have to react this karma and this free will. Karma is what happens to us. Free will is how we react. What he's saying, we don't react in this way, that the environment that is moving towards us, that we have to fight that tooth and nail when it's, when it, when it's pinching our, our, our ego and our self-conception. Then Amanina, we should not hanker after any position. Ma, manadena, but give respect to one and all. With this attitude, take the name, and our appeal to the Supreme will be very easily granted. We shall have an easy and quick grant for application if we approach him with this attitude. It's so simple, but so difficult. Prabhupada said the process is simple. In a second, you can surrender. But the application is difficult. You just have to bow down because it's a qualification of heart. That's not a material qualification. A material qualification means controlling the environment. A spiritual qualification means controlling yourself. And controlling yourself is sometimes harder than controlling the environment. This is the key to our success our way to be happy. Do not waste energy in every direction, but command the whole thing in one direction, drawing it from all sides. Do not waste energy to fight with the environment for anything, but the whole effort should be directed towards the absolute. Then in no time, success will come to crown our attempt. Whereas our energy should have one thing. How can we serve God? How can we change our heart? not how we can control and enjoy the world. And don't waste energy for all these things. How much energy is wasted? So much energy is wasted in protecting that which is false, which is our false egos, false conception, joy or controller. The very, very high consciousness. But that's the beauty about bhakti. If you have a material ambition, it's not under your control because we're not the controllers of the world. But if you have a spiritual ambition, it is under your control because we're the controller of our will. So the spiritual thing we can attain and we can become successful immediately. And that's always the challenge of spiritual life. It is that surrender. It is that heart, that trust 
in the will of God and the understanding that we're part of this thing and we're meant for service. And accepting that. But that's such a, that's a challenge of spiritual life. I know myself, if I have a good meditation, Japa meditation, I go deeper and I go deeper and I want to go deeper. That's how deep you can go to the extent you're willing to cooperate with the will of God and not fight it. And that's a really difficult thing internally or spiritually. But when someone does that, it's such a beautiful thing. Okay. Jumunajai, you usually start off with something that you appreciated. I gave you that service and it gets the joy. Well. <laughs> Thank you so much. There are so many things. First, I want to tell you, I ran into Arjuna and Daniel yesterday, and they are very much looking forward to seeing you in a few days. So that was that was very exciting. So they're they're excited to see you. We're stocking it up with the cold pressed juices. <laughs> But um, the other thing I you said early on in class about it's not just the service, it's the, the consciousness of the service. And I couldn't help but think of our, our Virgil Rutti, who I think is just always such an epitome of not just the way he serves all of us every week, but it's such a consciousness of service. He never makes a big deal out of it. Every, you know, Piazza Puja, there he is doing the do. And I just feel like he's such a behind the scenes, lovely example of service that when you thought of it, I thought you named him so well that he really does have this mood, this love of Krishna, and he shows it through service. So that many, many things, but I just wanted to say that because I thought that was really wonderful. Nice realization. Yeah, I also think he's there every week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of times there may be so many other things to do. <laughs> yeah. But he, does, he can't, it doesn't afford the opportunity every week. Yeah, thank you. My, my husband calls him when my husband saw him at, I think at my initiation or something, goes, Is that Maharaj's right hand man? <laughs> so that's how my husband always thinks of him. Right hand man. Right hand man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, thank you. Anybody else like to say hello? Hey, Krishna Maharaj, <laughs> can I do more than say hello? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you can... you. <laughs> yeah. My, you know, I'm thinking about reacting rather than, you know, tolerating. So when you're in a situation where your basic, it feels like your basic needs aren't being met. Yeah. And, and I'm thinking actually about a very dear friend who is going through a, an extremely tough time maritally. So when should a person um, <clears throat> just tolerate this as coming from Krishna? And when should the person change the situation, maybe even, you know, separate because the basic, their basic needs, you know, in order to to be focused in Krishna consciousness aren't met. Right. 
Um, yeah, well, our, our basic needs are also part of Dharma. So we can react to our, our, our basic needs. Um, I guess everything's a fine line between what is ego and what yeah. is duty. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you have to figure that out with consultation, with Shastra, within your heart. Um, but let's say with that person, they're going through that circumstance, whatever their reaction is, their response to God is, <laughs> the response to God is, is that it's coming from you. You know, I'm not bitter for the situation as much as possible. It's coming, it, 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 it's coming from God. Maybe this person is in Maya and he's being used as an instrument um, to give me that kind of realization, et cetera. That's what they're talking about. Now, whether or not, you know, one should get divorced or stay, or our, our philosophy is survive pumso, paro dharmo, yato bhakti, radoxaji, oiti. The, the highest thing, is the pro-dharma, is what brings us closer to Krishna. So generally what brings us closer to Krishna is, is following the standard principles, et cetera, varnashram, this, no divorce, so many, so many, so many things. But that's not the absolute principle. So mm. and I'll give you one example that was really nice. One time I had this, 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 this God brother and he was feeling so oppressed in, 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 by the temple management. So he went actually to Sridhar Maharaj and he told him the circumstance. And Sridhar Maharaj said, no, you know, you, you know, you must follow. I told this before. He said, you must follow. Swamiji, you know, made the, you must follow. no. You know, you must tolerate, you must follow. And then at the end, he said, but don't starve. <laughs> so I, I think that's the kind of balanced answer. You know, mm -hmm. you try as far as you can, mm -hmm. follow yeah. all, all Dharma, etc. but you can't mm -hmm. die. <laughs> mm -hmm. You can't mm -hmm. starve at the same sense. Mm -hmm. That's not an excuse because people jump ship so quickly. Yes. Just selfish reasons, etc. Mm -hmm. So from my standpoint, I always represent the Dharma because the tendency is for people to jump ship yes. too quickly. But at the same sense, I also have an understanding when people make changes because they're dying. Mm -hmm. So that I think that's the answer. Yes. But in all cases, you see God. Yes. Yes. Okay, Gail? Beautiful. Thank you, Maharaj. I'm an ocean of mercy. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, anybody else? Hare Krishna, Maharaj. Well, Govinda. Thank you for class. Thank you for class. Okay. Hare Bo. Hare Bo. I guess after my class, I'll have... What, what's that thing I like? 
was Chantaduras. Chantaduras. I'll have my Chantaduras. <laughs> Chantaduras. There's these fruits. They're like almost like potatoes. <laughs> they're not sweet. And you put honey and lemon on them. And it's an acquired taste. Like Jaljira. You know what Jaljira is? They, it's spiced water. They, they sell spiced water in, Brindav, in India. In clay cups with black salt. And it's really an acquired taste. Or you go, on the, you go on the prickram path, and Indians like to eat these white radishes, and they always they always bite them off from the side. There's certain <laughs> things that, that are acquired tastes. So after yeah. this class, I'll just have to. What how do you say? Chantadura. Chantaduras and soporte and different. Um, what is that? What uh, arepa? Arepa. Okay. Right. Great that you're getting taken care of so nicely. The, pain, the painstaking life of sannyas is described. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Anybody else say hello? Very well. All right, Krishna Gumaraj, Tota Gopi, not here. Hey, Radha. Thank you. Hey. Okay. Haribo. 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 Okay. Anybody else? Amelie, you don't belong in Albany. You're a sadhu. Oh, you're a sadhu. You should be in Govardhan chanting Hare Krishna. I know. Living under a tree. Sounds wonderful. At least it's a little bit warmer there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Here too. Okay. Anybody else? Thank you. Oh, oh, Haribo, Haribo, nice to see you, nice to see you. Hey, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Okay, anybody else? Okay. Where are you now? We are in Bogota. At the airport. Getting closer. Okay, we'll see you today. Yes, Okay, anybody else? Okay. Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Shrigandarvika. Shrigandarvika, Hare Krishna. Good. We're looking forward to you coming to this hemisphere. <laughs> Me too. Okay. Okay, I, I see all the names. We're going to head out now, but it's great to see everybody. Haribo, Vanchakopa, Turubya, Shah, Kripa, Sindhu, Bhavishana.